Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of The Untrained Eye. As you may or may not already know, it's the only show about what's happening. Congratulations. You did it. You made it. Your only show you need to listen to. Why? Because we just said it. Only show about what's happening. Come on. Man. So, it is uh, 2020, everybody. We're here. We did it. I don't know if you know this because it's the end of June, uh, but we're in 2020 now. I know it seems like we're in 2023 or 2033, uh, but no, in fact, we're... (sighs) Yeah, we're still in it. I, uh, yeah, it's... I almost want to start the show over again because I don't even know how to go away from that. <laughs> I don't know because I, you know, I, all week I've been like, you know, this show is going to be a little more that things couldn't possibly get more. There are that yeah. we're at the we're at the uh, what's it called when you're at the the apex the apex. <laughs> we're at the musically it's called the we're at the height of the crescendo. I thought. <laughs> We had made it to the top of the mountain. It's all downhill from here, he said, wrongly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's funny because I was... Um, let me turn this volume down just in case. Uh, I, I was thinking about... <laughs> Are you just frozen? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about honestly in that second uh, how to introduce this other than it, this is this is in case you're wondering the official song of 2020 the whole year from here when you when children open up their textbooks in uh you know decades from now well Will they won't they be still open. have textbooks listen Whenever they do the thing. Do they even have textbooks now? Whenever they open the file (laughs) for 2020, this song will automatically play, and they'll have to listen to it to completion, Beth. I promise you. Why? You'll hear in just a moment. Because you're like... Is this the just I don't the understand. Same song? I don't understand why you would pick this song, but it'll become obvious. Wait for it. This is bad news in 2020. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> like, how long is this? I don't know. How long is it? It's probably the entire year of 2020 <laughs> is how long this song like, is. Like, what are they saying? The problem? Don't stop coming. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just know that'll be in the show notes, a link to that, if you want to see it. I actually found a 10-hour version of that. Jeez, why? <laughs> but that's it. Because on top of everything else that's been going on, uh, Chris D'Elia, not to be outdone by any news story, was like, you know what? I'm going to have a bunch of allegations against me that I had, uh, at the very least, very 
creepy correspondence with underage girls. I'm going to have one of the worst responses to that in the history of responses. An unrecorded, <laughs> an unrecorded, just in print, you're supposed to read this like, whoopsie, I guess. My lifestyle's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Very disappointed. Yeah. I mean, it's... <laughs> it. W- I so, mean, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's no secret on this show that we've talked how much that we love Crystalia and how much, <laughs> <laughs> like, we went to his comedy show. It was our first show, and now it's, like, tarnished by creep factor. Well, it, yes. I mean, it's at the very least uh, the possibility of it, because we're recording this on Sunday. Happy Father's Day. Sup, dads? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and... It, and well, as of right now, like it's it's gone from bad to worse for him, and it's not even as bad as it could get because he. I'm trying to find right now the hit uh, his. What do you call that statement? Oh yeah, Chris D'Elia responds to allegation. It's the worst ever. Uh, he put this, and again. Why would you not be like, I'm going to just release this on my own Instagram and Twitter? Why would you say it to TMZ, for the love of God? Because they probably were reaching out to him because he hasn't said anything on anywhere else. So I'll just read the first paragraph and then what he wrote. Comedian actor Chris D'Elia has spoken out about allegations that he harassed underage girls on social media. Quote, I know I have said and done things that might have offended people during my career, but I have never knowingly pursued any underage woman at any point, Delia said in a statement obtained by deadlines. So maybe it wasn't the TMZ. All, well, clearly it wasn't. All of my relationships have been both legal and consensual, and I have never met or exchanged any inappropriate photos with people who have tweeted about me. That being said, I, I really am truly sorry. I was a dumb guy who absolutely let myself get caught up in my lifestyle. That's my fault. I own it. I've been reflecting on this for some time now, and I promise I will continue to do better. And can I tell you something? What's that meme? It's like, ah, they had us in the first half. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, in the second half, it sounds like he's admitting to it, in my opinion. Like, that is a soft, uh, like, hey, guys, you're coming in for a hard landing. I want to throw some pillows down on the the tarmac, uh, because it's going to be a bumpy ride. (laughs) But I wonder if it's something that he's, like, currently doing, because... him saying that he was like reflecting on it makes it sound like maybe he hasn't done it in a while. Yeah, that's the thing. Reflecting on it. Like, <laughs> why would you be like, I've never done such a thing. I've never even heard of such a thing. But I've been thinking deeply on it for some time now. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, what? Because, <laughs> I mean, if he's not doing it now, good. But it's still terrible that if he did it before, um, especially like when you're 34 and you're trying to interact with young 16-year-olds. It's not like you don't know it's wrong. The thing that makes me think that he, immediately after reading that, makes me think that he did it, is that this is this isn't just a comedian. It is a high level comedian that like people you immediately know who this guy is. If you have a Netflix account, you've at least been like, huh? Another right. comedian, Chris Delia, 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 Delia. And my point is to say that you just from listening to comics, I have a vague understanding that. When they want to tell you something in an hour, in something they like to call a comedy special, they rehearse it 
all over the country over and over and over again, hundreds of times. Right. They think very – if you have listened to any com comedian speak, you hear them talk about word economy. There's a no fat in that joke. Every word is used to its fullest potential. And to me, when you release a statement like that, that seems crazy because it's like you well, can poke I mean, holes. Well, I mean, it's not like he had time to re rehearse it over and over again unless he's been reflecting on it, like yeah. he said. <laughs> but he did. He no, like people. What do you are, mean? People are demanding that he ha he say something, but he doesn't have to until he's ready. And instead, he like. What was it? It was only it was like a week or less when he put that out or when that came out. And it is listen. Well, I think the longer you wait to say something, the guiltier you look. Yeah, well, he didn't wait to say something, and the second half of what he said made him seem like I definitely did it and I'm thinking a lot about it and I'm putting myself in timeout. <laughs> yeah. Put myself in a big old timeout. Go ahead and do not look for an episode of Congratulations to come out this week. <laughs> it didn't, for I'm sure. Not gonna. Because what would he even say? <laughs> Let's talk about it. <laughs> hey guys. Uh, yeah. And so to me, and to me also, the damning part of all of this is Whitney Cummings, what she had to say about it. Uh, would you like me to read that? Sure. Uh, she she was like, it's taken me a couple days to process the information I've learned about Chris. I'm devastated and enraged by what I've read and learned. This is a pattern of predatory behavior. This abuse of power is enabled by silence. Now that I'm aware, I won't be silent. Girls should be able to be a fan of a comedian they admire without becoming a sexual target. It's the adult's responsibility to be an adult. Uh, and then today, Father's Day. <laughs> Happy Father's Day, unless you're an effing creep. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't know, Chris D'Elia is a new father. <laughs> like, not brand new, but newly. Pretty new. Yeah. yeah. Less than six so months. I don't know if months. that was a jab <laughs> directed at him, but it seemed like it probably was. I don't know how you could read that as anything else. Yeah, but I don't know. And at first, like, I, my, because we like him so much or whatever we did. Um, cause I still like his comedy. Like I thought he was hilarious and I still do, but like, this is hideous. <laughs> yeah. I mean, granted again, like we, he hasn't died quite yet. I mean, we, there, the, the stories that have come out from the girls are like, so far they seem credible, but like, we don't actually know what happened yet. Like we know for sure. One thing we know for sure well, I would say 90% for sure is that he had some creepy interactions with girls that were definitely too young to be having having those right. creepy interactions. Uh, but we don't know if there's anything that happened beyond creepy conversations. There are some <laughs> stories that, you know, I know believe all women or whatever, but how about we believe all evidence as it comes out, not just I get to say anything and it's the truth. Yeah, I mean, that's true. But, like, didn't we see a sick burn on <laughs> Neil <laughs> Brennan? That was hilarious. Did you Did you happen to screenshot that? No, I didn't. <laughs> I wish I had. Did I say? I, I thought I sent it to you. Maybe. The screenshot or the... Uh, Yeah, I thought I sent it, the tweet to you or whatever. But, like, at first I thought... I don't know. I was thinking that the evidence they were presenting, like, it showed what it looked to be... Um, a screenshot of someone like it. It said Crystalia on the phone or whatever, but anybody could change their boyfriend's name to Crystalia in their contacts. That so was like I don't know if that's like conclusive evidence 
that he's a creep. But I mean, now it seems like all the claims came from the same phone number or email address. So it seems like it's probably true. Uh, Did yeah. you not have it? No, I don't. Uh, no. Well, it, it was fine. funny anyway. <clears throat> Because uh, Neil Brennan was trying to <laughs> defend Crystalia, and he basically was saying the same thing that there was no like concrete evidence, and then someone was like, "Oh yeah, because a sixteen-year-old girl should be uh, recording and hiding away evidence, uh, so a comedian's friends will believe them later." <laughs> yeah, uh, I do have the t- the tweet that he tweeted though that he ended up deleting. I think. Uh, he was like, hello, I detest sexual predators. If anyone can show me conclusive proof that Chris D'Elia solicited women that he knew were underage, I will donate $1,000 per incident to the Rape and Incest National Network. Uh, until then, please refrain from calling him a pedophile. Yeah, I think that <clears throat> response was to that. Right. And But it's funny because one of the things that I saw in criticism of that was like, Per incident, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's wrong with that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, what happened to you wasn't anything. It was just an incident. Don't even trip. Uh, Don't it's only even wor- trip. It's only worth a thousand dollars. Relax. <laughs> 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 like it's crazy because I get the idea. Like I don't know. I- I'm too wound up in like listening to what comedians have to say. So I. <clears throat> I don't know. I know that comedians will circle the wagons around each other immediately. Uh, well, it didn't look like they did it this time. No. <laughs> there was like, I will say, uh, Neil Brennan kind of did then, then. Well, he did then. Well, uh, yeah, because if someone just makes a claim and it's... Anyone could say rape or whatever, and it could not be true, and it would ruin someone's career. So, yeah, why wouldn't they try to defend someone until it's like obvious that it's true uh yeah but this like listen again evidence points to something we don't know what yet but there's not a lot of (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah both cases he ends up guilty (laughs) it's of what are we uh going to be charging him with uh because damn it son like we uh Like, what was that? Like, I was joking around about him being Munsoned. Like, <laughs> like what was it? Uh, the joke on Kingpin. Like, you have the the world in the palm of your hands. <laughs> you just lose it all. Yeah. Slips right through your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's a shame. Because he didn't, like, he freaking blew up, it seemed like, overnight. Even though I'm sure he was working for a long time to get famous. But, I mean, like... Don't be doing creepy stuff. It's going to catch up with you. And, I, yeah, it's... Well, hey, don't do creepy stuff anyway. Like, excuse me. Sorry. Did anybody hear that? What? DJ, edit that out later. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Is this your, like, Bill and Ted advice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget your keys. <laughs> this is DJ from the past. <laughs> don't forget to edit out your long pause of a half burp that almost happened. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Crystalia disappointed. Canceled. Yeah. <laughs> um, but excited about maybe Bill and Ted. Like, what do you think about that? There's a new movie coming out. I'm excited for the new Bill and Ted. Like, I don't care what anybody says. I've heard some people be like, kind of, 
eh, on it, but I don't care. If well, you know what's gonna suck though is I would love to see that movie in the theater because clearly never got to see the first two in the theater. Is there only two? Yeah. And okay. um yeah, I don't know that I wanna go unless they're gonna be doing the uh COVID uh yeah, I'm not going the to the COVID theater. Spe- yeah, you know what's funny? Especially, no. we live in Florida. <laughs> we ain't going. Yeah. You know, the epicenter of COVID. Oh, yeah. Isn't that funny? <laughs> isn't that hilarious? As if Florida isn't big enough of a joke. <laughs> Florida, you can't get your damn act together. <laughs> yeah. Like, why? If this is your first time listening, we're from Florida, so we're allowed to yeah. mock it. <laughs> Governor DeSantis, I know you listen. You have bad hair. You should do something about your neck. I bet he has bad breath. You definitely look like you have bad, like, cigar breath. Like, you have cigar tobacco in your teeth from the no, day before. I, I imagine, like, doo doo and coffee. Yeah. <laughs> so, t- cigar, tobacco, and coffee. I like my Cuban coffee black. You don't have to worry about him giving anyone COVID. <laughs> Stay uh, yeah. way back. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And before we get too far away from canceling everybody, uh, in the same, in, in this, in all of this Chris D'Elia nonsense, uh, also people, people, so it's so funny that everyone now that, uh, it seems like Joe Rogan, I, I thought he was as, as, again, much like 2020 getting to the crescendo of the craziness that could happen, uh, I thought Joe Rogan had reached peak knowledge. Like, every not him specifically, but knowledge of him had reached its highest height. Right. Uh, but the Spotify deal clearly made him go out of the stratosphere. Uh, and people that don't know who he is, if you don't know who Joe Rogan is, you 100% don't know who Joey Diaz is. Right. <laughs> and if you, I could not imagine now with everything going on, especially if you're younger and you are more woke, like hearing Joey Diaz for the first time today, could you imagine? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> like, and they heard Joey Diaz say what Joey Diaz says. Something about, he was, I made some girl do something to me at the comedy store or whatever, and Coke was involved. For, like, time on stage? Is that what it was? Yeah. And who knows if it was true or not? I don't know. But this this is the worst take on it. And, you know, for for future me, however many years in the future it is. Canceled. I'm sorry I said this, (laughs) but I'm saying it. You cannot cancel Uncle Joey. It's impossible. The man has said everything. There is nothing that he has ever been trying to hide since the moment that I knew of his existence. Right. He was immediately saying things that you're like, you shouldn't say that. (laughs) Shh. (laughs) You're going to get in so much trouble. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, he's not hiding anything. Like, he's just who he is. And, like, he'd been talking like that the whole time, and everyone loves him. I can't and now listen. I, I mean, I, does that make it wrong what he did? Or or allegedly did because he again, we don't actually know if that's what really happened. Some listen, some version of that happened. <laughs> well, there were coke I believe them. There was cocaine <laughs> and uh, oral favors traded, but we don't know in how many directions they went. <laughs> Well, that's true. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and what was it? There was- but I mean, it's not really that funny to be like, oh, this person wanted to get on stage, so I made them 
do sex things. Like, yeah, you could say, oh, well, the person could just say no, but, (laughs) (laughs) or go to a different stage, but still. I mean, listen, the the thing too is, is like, no one's going to like this. Uh, This is the, this is episode is going to be going. Did you hear that? Yeah, I didn't like it. I just had to reset myself. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I just had to push factory reset on my brain. In the future, this episode will be known as regrettable, I think they'll (laughs) say. Uh, But, like, for all the people that don't think that locker room talk exists, you are wrong. Right. Like, I know no one likes Trump, and he said the thing, and everyone's real mad at him, but if... There is no question in my mind that if you think that that is the worst thing that he ever said about a woman, boy, oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> Do you live a sheltered, pillow-filled life where just everything's made of nerf? Because I can tell you right now, <laughs> guys hanging around guys say the worst. Whatever you are imagining, if you've never heard of such a thing, imagine the worst thing you could possibly imagine. And it's so much worse. It's so much Worse. What he said was like barely Joey? No. What Trump said initially. Oh yeah. Like that would barely move the needle. (laughs) Oh if we could hear what he really says. Oh my god. Like that's just what he got caught on tape with. Yes. Got it. And Joey Diaz is that personified, but there is no such a thing as a locker room. Yeah. Everywhere talks. The world is his locker room. (laughs) Yeah. But, I mean, I don't think that's good, what he was saying. But, I mean, he wasn't try- trying to hide it. He is. The, it is what it is. I just want to say this, too, for also future us to be like, whew, at least we qualified this in some way. Clearly, if he actually did anything terrible to any woman, uh, that's no good. Like, I have no problem. Same way with Chris D'Elia. Like, if if it turns out that this is true. Well, is there a double standard here? Because we were like, oh, Chris D'Elia may have sent some creepy messages to underage girls. Canceled. But we're like, oh, we have to defend Uncle Joey because that's just who he is. <laughs> because Uncle Joey is going to tell you to your face, like, he would tell Chris to his face. He'd be like, you're a creep. Uh, <laughs> like, don't fool yourself. Like, you are, you know, everyone. He would say something. I'm not going to say what he would say. I'm going to say what I would say. Everybody has their thing. Whether you want to show it or not, like, you know what it is? It's the Bill Cosby effect of, like, you know, someone saying you shouldn't be a creep as they are in the middle of being a creep. They're like, don't be a creep. Hold on while I send this text. Can I see them today? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, and you should not be a creep. Don't do it. Hi, I'm not going to drink or do drugs. <laughs> well, yeah, is it the same thing where people always are like, the thing that you're like railing the hardest against is what you're trying to hide? Yeah. You know, like Mike Pence is probably a homosexual. He's super, <laughs> Beth. Thanks for asking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Which yeah. if he was, great. <laughs> yeah. But Live if your he truth, would, homie. Yeah, if he would stop <laughs> railing so hard against it. Maybe some people could live some peaceful lives. So, speaking of Mike Pence, did you hear that? Uh, 
Well, wait, because yes, we please. went away from Bill and Ted. Oh, yeah. But, sorry. like, I don't really have anything more to say about that. But, um, you're going to could... face the music, man. It's pretty much an allegory for, uh, again, another allegory for 2020. This is America. Face the music. <laughs> yeah. Why didn't their song save us? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where the hell are you now, William and Theodore? <laughs> yeah. Um, but you could win, you could have, by the time you're hearing this, it's too late. <laughs> There was an auction to win like a virtual date with Keanu Reeves. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's uh, for charity. So he's raising money. It's like a fifteen-minute date that you could have with him, and it's raising money for what is it raising money for? Idaho kids who have been diagnosed with cancer. So kids in Idaho who have cancer. That's awesome, and also uh, very smart on his part to be like 15 minutes, because 15 minutes is the perfect amount of time to talk to a crazy person, or <laughs> the perfect amount of time to talk to somebody cool that you're like, all right, my 15 minutes up, and he's like, oh, I got some time. <laughs> yeah. Um, the last time I saw the bid, the current bid was 16700 So well, that's, that's a pretty good bid. Yeah, I mean, why not? 15, uh, 15 minutes with Keanu. But everyone <laughs> says that he's like the best, like the nicest guy, and he's still handsome. <laughs> I got to tell you, I- I've heard that too. Like he does the hover hand where he doesn't actually like touch the whoever he's like doing a picture with. Like he won't actually put his hand on them. You oh, know? Okay. Is that uh, good? Or I guess because he's like, he doesn't want to touch anyone inappropriately or whatever. Oh, well, that's nice, but. I miss the days. <laughs> if I'm in that pick, I want the hand down on the shoulder. <laughs> can can part of the the new world order that is going to emerge after this, uh, you know, I, what do you call? I, I guess it will be World War Three. Like everyone thinks it's going to be the new civil war, but it's going to be World War Three. After that, can we just do this thing where we don't care about? what celebrities do or say again like whether they're good or bad i would like to i would like to have a what's that movie a singing in the rain situation to where they're always using a, an accent and then, oh, and then they're like, i can talk for myself yeah and then you're like huh but you're on your deathbed and you're dead <laughs> like it's that was so good i like that's why Fred Astaire seems so cool. Or Fred Astaire, no, who am I thinking of? Cool. No, no, uh, no. Gene. I'm thinking of uh, no, no, no. Frank Sinatra. Oh, that's Frank. why Frank Sinatra seems so cool. Is because you didn't see him hit a woman in the face. But he was the Chris Brown of his time. He had a golden voice, and every woman around him had at least one black eye, allegedly. <laughs> Wasn't he affiliated <laughs> with the mob? That's the rumor or the truth of it. I don't know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, what, how do we get to this? Uh, Bill and Ted, Keanu Reeves is the man. Uh, oh, yeah. the- Theodore, wait, which one is he? Ted. He was Ted. Uh, the other guy. Bill S. Preston. Esquire. Uh, Alex Winter, is that his name? Or Winters, something like that? The other guy? Oh, yeah, Bill. <laughs> Good for uh, him. Like The last time I remember seeing him on anything was like a Law & Order SVU, and he was playing a rapist or something. They always do. <laughs> <laughs> something extra creepy. Because why not? Uh, yeah. But yeah, so hopefully they can raise a lot of money. But I'm I sure think that's will. really cool. Um, and then ahead. what were we talking about? You said Mike Pence. Like what? Oh, I was going to bring up um, 
The failed rally. The failed rally where allegedly all the TikTok and K-pop kids. Uh, yeah, and, like the inflated the ticket sales. Well, sales is very uh, they generous. They were free. Yeah. <laughs> but they inflated how many tickets that were needed. They're like, yeah, there's going to be over a million people at this rally. It's going to be cray. What's ridiculous about him holding a rally in the middle <laughs> of the COVID? There's is, more to that. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like he doesn't, like, now, is he still, like, doing briefings or anything about that anymore? Or it's just over now in his mind, and now he's holding rallies, calling people to be in big groups where they can't be six feet apart. <laughs> They cannot abide by the COVID That's rules. That's your boy. Mm. That's your boy. Mm. That's what I just don't understand. Like, does he care about us? Doesn't look like it. <laughs> what I think is hilarious is the other... I've seen uh, specifically AOC, but other politicians come out and be like, look at Trump getting getting dabbed on by the, by the youth. Oh, he just got... He just got... Hey, Trump... You've just been TikToked. How does it feel, stupid? Ugh. You just thought you were going to do a thing and you didn't. Ugh. Yeah. And the crazy thing about that is like when that gets turned around on the other side and they're like, hey, <laughs> all of these MAGA kids said they were going to come to our rally and they were lying. See how mad everybody gets. Like, and I say but, everybody, I mean like the the politicians that are gloating in this well, are hilarious to me. One thing that was awesome was whenever Rudy Giuliani tweeted Bunker Joe or something like was like making fun of Joe Biden for not holding a rally. Like, who's the idiot? <laughs> So old. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. We have to take out our Dalia-isms now. We have to come up with our own isms. It's so hard. It's <laughs> <laughs> taxing on my brain. Yeah. Why? Why, Chris? <laughs> Keep it in your pants, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Well, and like, what kind of a bozo text? Not defending what he did, but hello, idiot. <laughs> Get off the uh, traceable media. <laughs> <laughs> the tra what are you helping the guy? <laughs> I d actually did read something that he did use like WhatsApp or something, which is like the the like article that I read <laughs> said like uh, WhatsApp, uh, an app you or a text app uh, preferred by what did they say? Something like creeps and pedophiles. Mm. And I was like, all right, article, relax <laughs> with your speculation. <laughs> well, if it's true, it's true. It's <laughs> <laughs> what do they put out a poll? They're like, hey, pedophiles, fill this out. What's your favorite uh, text app? And they were like, you know what? I'd like to tell you what my favorite text app is and also my screen name. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a creep? Yeah. Here's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what I always wondered. Like, people that are, like, really creepy, sometimes they have someone working with them. Like, how do you reveal to the person that they're an ally? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know either. So, I don't know. Hopefully that's not going on a lot. But yes. um, back to Donald Trump's rally. I guess he used one of Tom Petty's songs. Oh, yeah. Didn't, isn't Tom Petty dead? He is. Um, it says U.S. President Donald Trump used the song by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers at a rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma on Saturday. Petty's estate released a statement a short time later confirming they'd sent a cease and desist. 
Both the late Tom Petty and his family firmly stand against racism and discrimination of any kind. The statement read, Tom Petty would never want a song of his used for a campaign of hate. So he used the song, I Won't Back Down. So what is your opinion on that? On on Tom Petty or any artist not wanting someone to use their song? Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't... If I don't know, like if it was something I directly did not stand for, I wouldn't want my art to be used in that way to promote it. But that and that's it right there is like, in my opinion, this is this is a very broad. I make no money off of my art opinion. So take it (laughs) at that. Uh, But like, is it art or not? Because if it's art, then you make it and you put it out there. I'm not talking to you, George Lucas. And then you just let it be what it is. If someone wants to do the thing, like, I don't know if you set it up to where they have to pay you money to use it. Like again, is it art or not? Are you not going to take someone's money because you don't like what they say or what, what do you mean? Like you can't stop no matter what dead or alive Tom Petty thinks. If Donald Trump likes his music, there's nothing he can do about it. Uh, cause what is, well, if you didn't pay him to use the song, I mean, I'm just saying, like, to me, it's crazy when an artist's song gets used and they're like, I do not endorse. Like, okay, listen, no one thought you did. But they might think that. Stupid people would think that. Well. And what are they going to, what are they going to already, people that, by the way, the stupid people that would believe that are the ones that weren't buying albums anyway. So, oh, no, don't continue to not pay me, please, for the love of God. Let me bow down to you and help you know that I'm not a racist. Me, Tom Petty, the Deadman, I would well, never say a bad word about a someone of a different race or creed. Well, I read an article <laughs> or whatever that a while ago, um, Tom Petty, I think he was from Florida. He uh, had a song where I don't remember what it was about. Down. No, it wasn't that song. It was about like some old person or whatever like some guy that had lived through a war or something He's and it was a lot like you <laughs> no <laughs> like for, i don't remember what song it was but it was telling a story <laughs> and for the semblance of the song they used confederate flags in their show or whatever and then later he realized that that could be offensive to um people of color or anyone who doesn't support losers um <laughs> so i wish i liked sports so i could get in a good sports reference right then because i'm sure there's one but like ah, dallas fans am i right you know what that's like yeah it's, well, like, it's like you're supporting the confederacy by stop that supporting sorry. Your, uh... <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah anyway i'm thankful that you're not a sports fan because i hate sports <laughs> is it called something in the air maybe I don't know. But anyway, so then later he took all those Confederate flags out of the show or whatever because he said that he had that and then people started coming to the shows with bringing their own flags and like getting excited about it and then he was like, "No, I don't think <laughs> I don't think I want that." So he <laughs> stopped the show and was like, "Yeah, let's not bring any more Confederate flags." And then after that no one did anymore. So, and then he was like, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't really think about what I was doing when I brought out the flags. It was just something I didn't really think of. And now I know what it means. So I just don't 
don't want to be associated with that. And that's good. Like, it's good to learn about what you are associating yourself with. I'm talking to you, Democrat Party, wearing your Kente cloths. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So if you took my advice last week and listened to Whitney uh, talking to Amber Riley. Her podcast is good for you, by the way. Yes. it was so funny because they were talking about them uh, kneeling with those Nancy scarves. Pelosi and the gang were kneeling for eight minutes and 46 seconds in honor of what? I'm not exactly sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure to support Black Lives Matter or whatever. It was just Maybe weird to see. not the movement, but the, the phrase. <laughs> it was just weird to see a majority of old white people whose knees broke all the way down and back up yeah. kneeling. It was like... <laughs> Who are you? What? <laughs> yeah. Like if you were anyway, go ahead. But it was just funny that um, they play on the show. They played a video of a lady from that where those scarves come from. Like, is it like an African tribe? Um, Did you find yes. that video? I, I wish I had. For it. I was. And I, I will right now while you're talking about it. Um, But anyway, like the video. Well, I don't want to describe it if you're just going to play it. Because what if I get it wrong? <laughs> 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 but she's like explaining like what those uh, scars mean. And it's like ridiculous that they just picked something random that's African and tried to use that as a symbol. Because why would they do that? Like, how does that represent um, black people in America? Not all of them are from Africa. This might be it. To make this kind of quick video response. Yeah, this is exactly it. But today something happened and I thought it's actually important enough that I get in front of my camera and make a short video to explain something short enough for, uh, for me to post on Twitter. I was just looking online today, like most of you, and what did I see? A bunch of Democrat politicians kneeling down, of which I have nothing to say about that because I am not an American. However, they were all uh, having around their necks this colorful fabric, which I'm sure they put around their necks as some kind of uh, mark or show of unity or solidarity with black people. So in other words, they are putting for what they contain material or this colorful fabric they had around their necks as uh, some kind of placating sign or symbol to show that they are not racist and they are together with black people. Excuse me, dear Democrats, in your tokenism, you didn't wait to find out that this thing that you're hanging around your neck is not just some African uniform. It's actually the kente material. The kente belongs to the Ghanaian people, mainly the Ashanti tribe. Excuse me, Democrats, don't treat Africans like we're children. These fabrics and these, you know, colorful things that we have within our culture and tradition, they all mean something to us. I know you look at us and you say, oh, Africans, you're so cute in all your colorful dresses. Well, some of those dresses and patterns and and colors and fabrics actually do mean something to us. Some of them belong to ancient tribes and mean something to them. So why are you using it as your own show of uh, non-racism or your own show of virtue? Why are you using the Kente material to signal your virtue? Stop it. We are not children. Africans are not children and leave our tradition and our culture to us. And if you don't know much about it, ask somebody. I'm sure there would have been something else you could have done to show your your solidarity with black people instead of taking the Kente material and making a little show of it. 
So, and just, I mean, full credit goes to Whitney Cummings. We just straight up bit her whole entire thing that she did with Amber Riley. But she did do the research, and not only do all of those colors that were on that cloth have meaning, but the amount of color also has meaning, and the main color you see on it is yellow. And (laughs) yellow is the symbol or the color for wealth. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it was not only tone deaf, it was so tone deaf that their great, great grandchildren won't be able to hear. (laughs) Yeah. I just don't know whose idea that was. And then everyone co-signed on it. They're like, yeah, (laughs) let's kneel with these cloths. It's so funny that- Like, where did they even get them from? I don't know. Probably somebody probably somebody who was saying <laughs> Trump with that Bible. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> How silly is he going to look once we're kneeling for 8 minutes? Like it is again, this is I'm sorry to go on a soapbox every freaking episode, <laughs> but if you think that one side or the other is for you, the person listening right now, you are wrong. <laughs> you cannot be more wrong. They just want you to be like, yeah. They want you to look at them and go, yeah. And if you looked at either side and said that, know that they are playing you just like a fiddle. (laughs) Yeah, I just don't get it. Like, I don't know. Maybe because I've never been a super political person. But, like, why is it so important to be on one side or the other? Like, why can't you just think about things uh rationally and try to solve a problem instead of trying to win one for whatever team you're on. Well, it's funny that I say I don't like sports, but whenever I got into uh listening to politics, like I picked a side immediately. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm a Republican. I do you, love Do you think truth, you're still a Republican? Justice and the American way. Well, I mean, if you're ah, your Beth values line up with their ideals what you know what'll never happen with them with them liberals what i don't know but republicans would (laughs) never let this happen a woman speaking over a man not in my america yeah not in trump's america (laughs) (laughs) like i was that guy not that obviously not that or I hope maybe I, you know, it's funny. I would love to talk to someone who, uh, talked to me like right after I had decided that I was Republican. I wonder if I was that douchebag that was like, let me <laughs> probably, <laughs> let me tell you something. Well, cause you that's who like I am to still. Get on a yes. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you some ideas I have. Yeah. <laughs> They're not thought out in any way. They're backed up by no information, and I'm pretty much making up the words as I think them in my brain. But, I mean, (laughs) I feel like that's an evolution of your thoughts. Like, you learn something new. Someone's like, hey, listen to this thing I'm saying. (laughs) You're like, I heard it. (laughs) No one's disputing it because I didn't listen to that because I'm against it. (laughs) Well, I mean, listen, one thing, I'm still as... I'm (laughs) still... I'm still maybe as bad at it as I've ever been in the moment, but if this podcast has taught me anything, it's that I am the worst listener ever. Like, maybe no one's a worse listener than I am. I would disagree. I'm probably worse. Because later I'm like, (laughs) sometimes I'll hear jokes that you make. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, how did I miss that? (laughs) 
But, well, I, what I mean is, like, even just when you are trying to tell me something, like, my brain is already, like, when we do this show, I would say, I would say this is still 100% us, but just a heightened version of it, and my brain is, like, moving so fast that, like, I can't, sometimes I just can't comprehend what you're saying, so I'm like, this train's already in motion, what, am I going to hit the brakes? <laughs> Where yeah. the girl's there, she's tied up. I can't stop. What am I supposed to do? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and like, I listen back, and I am, I have been, I have, it's one of the reasons I can't listen back to the show anymore is because it embarrasses me. And it's probably why I should start again because I need that embarrassment of <laughs> like, you're a bad listener. You need to hear what the people are saying and react to it, not just say the thing you want to say because you want to say it so bad right (laughs) well sometimes you have to say it before you forget it and listening back i think is good because it helps you grow (laughs) yeah well and that's why you know you're a better podcaster than me no shut up (laughs) why do you always do that because i hate it when you compare us (laughs) because i'm right yeah Uh, white man always right didn't hear what I said just then. I heard what you I'm said. I'm sure he didn't because he wasn't even looking at me. He was already in the motion to start talking. Beth, I only have one thing to say His about what you said. His mouth was already open. His hand was doing the motion. <laughs> he was about to say something epic. Now, what was it? The South will rise again. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was a uh, comment of you telling me something about my whiteness or whatever. Also, in reference to the South rising again, like over I-4, the, like the interstate here um, near our... <laughs> it's like in between like what? Plant City and and Brandon? Like no one's going to know yeah. unless you're from here. Well, it's like I-75, where I-75 and I-4 uh, connect. Like 75 runs north and south and I-4 runs east and west. So where that, it's the major interstates where we're at. Um, and where those two connect, there was a huge Confederate flag that was flying over the interstate. By the way, when she says huge, again, much like the locker room talk, however huge you're thinking, it's not big enough. It's like Washington Monument-sized freaking flagpole and flag. Yeah, there's no way you could miss it, especially no. if you're not from here. Like, oh, okay, so that's what's up. <laughs> like, it looks like... You could legit tent like tent somebody's house with that flag. It was so gigantic. Yeah. And I don't know if maybe they were cleaning it or getting a <laughs> bigger one. <laughs> but it has been down for a couple of days. So hopefully it stays down. Bro, I mean, yeah. So I have not vetted this video at all because I forgot I for I thought I had it saved on Twitter, but I didn't. Um, but I, if this is the right one, I want you to just listen to it and, and you're probably going to recognize its context, but I want to talk about it a little bit if this is the correct video. And I have my window down, forward and, um, a girl comes out with my coffee and just the coffee and she hands it to me and I have my window down and that's all she hands me is the coffee. So I told her, I said, don't bother with the food because right now I'm too nervous to take it. It doesn't matter how many hours I've been up. It doesn't matter what I've done for anyone. Right now I'm too nervous to take a meal from McDonald's because I can't see it being made. 
I don't know what's going on with people nowadays. Any guesses? But please, just give us a break. About what? Please just give us a break. Like it's a cop, right? I don't know yes. how much work it takes. <laughs> uh, but you I've was... been in this for 15 years, and I've never, ever had such anxiety about waiting for me. Shut up. But didn't they <laughs> say that it wasn't um, like a police officer? It was someone that worked for a different agency? Uh... I have only heard it reported as a police officer, so... Well, I saw something else that said maybe it wasn't, and that the police department, like, contacted the agency where the person worked and filed a report or something. Um, But I am going to come to this woman's defense because... Whoa! (laughs) This is going to be out of left field, but if you've been... What? Listen, listen. Wait, 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 wait. Listen. (laughs) Okay, before before you defend this, because I have a defense to your defense, do you know for certain that she was not a cop? No. I mean, how could I... Let's make the assumption that she was I mean, you can Google it while I uh, explain myself. While you defend the police. I'm not defending the police. (laughs) I'm defending the lack of egg McMuffins when you are <laughs> tired and you just want to get home. <laughs> because if you've been listening to the show, I myself had a showdown with the counter <laughs> of McDonald's after I went through the drive-thru and then they told me to go park in a spot and I waited there for 20 minutes, and they didn't come out, and I was tired and hungry and angry, and so I went in and slammed my fist down and said, where <laughs> is my egg McMuffins? <laughs> so <laughs> I partially understand where she's coming from, but not the fearful police angle. I don't know. So at least according to Market Watch, uh, because there's an update on the story, this lady whose name is Stacy Talbert is a police officer. Okay. And can I tell you something? The, fa- the and I heard the video just since this maybe we might call this Biting Styles this episode uh, because I heard uh, I actually heard the video for the first time on the Jimmy Dore show, and I. It sounds so like, of course you did, but you come to the same conclusion, I think, when you hear this video. This is supposed to be a police officer. Yeah. That is losing her composure over over food. Yeah. Something that, listen, first of all, lady, you have just set back women another 20 years with this video, and the fact that you didn't even take that into consideration is crazy. I disagree. Because the first thing I thought is, what, do you not know how to make a sandwich, you broad? Mm. Make one at home and bring it for lunch. Bring your own sandwich. For, make your husband, make him lunch, put it in a sack, then make your own sack lunch, you broad, I said. And then I was like, there, no, ga- listen to me, Beth. This is. I'm just the- gonna remain silent <laughs> so people just think you're a jerk. Okay, people already do. Uh- <laughs> That's why I didn't have some snappy comeback. I'm just gonna let you dig your own hole there. No, carry on. Listen, there is no world in. Wh- listen to me. A guy, if a guy ever made that video, he would delete it. He would never post it. A, an actual police officer male this is going to be my sexist uh, part of the episode where i say a man that is a police officer would never do such a thing if he recorded it i'm telling you he would break his phone he would delete it he would break his phone in half and throw it in the ocean just to make sure nobody saw it 
that is the crazy. Could you imagine that lady? I don't. Well, I don't know what happened to her because the update is, um, the police officer crying in that viral egg McMuffin video wants you to know she's sick of people being mean. Oh, word. You're an officer of uh, the law. (laughs) Do you only encounter people that are like happy to see you? Is that your life where you're like, hey, everybody, it's the police. And they're like, hey, and confetti goes out and people give you stuff. Yeah, usually people are not that happy to see the police. Ha, she's not Stacy or Officer Karen or Molly McMuffin. Her <laughs> name is Stacy Talbert. By the way, thank you, Market Watch, uh, for giving me all of those. Molly McMuffin is how I'll be referring to her from now on. And the jokes and comments at her expense over the past few weeks just reinforce the reason she recorded her viral video. Beth, everybody lost the whole point of the video, Talbert, a sheriff's deputy in McIntosh County, Georgia, told NBC News. I'm just so sick of people being mean. Talbert's tearful two-and-a-half-minute clip accusing the staff at her local McDonald's uh, of withholding her breakfast order because she's a cop uh, and possibly even tampering with it went viral. By the way, is that how you police people, Molly McMuffin? You just assume? You're like, I don't know, man. It took him uh, his window. It was automatic, but it took a little longer than I'm used to windows rolling down to roll down, so he probably has a gun. Bang! Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) like this lady is insane like you're doing nothing you're not helping police you're not helping the female cause you're helping nothing you should slink away into the shadows and hope that this crazy year continues to get crazier and everyone forgets molly mcmuffin but will i no you and uh andrew gillum will never be forgotten Um, Not on this show. <laughs> that's really funny. Um, yeah, well, I saw this. It says the local Richmond Hill Police Department posted a Facebook message Wednesday saying the woman was an employee of a, another local agency. So that's why I thought uh, she wasn't. But maybe she is a cop, just not from that police department. So, yeah. But, you know, I mean, if that is your reaction over Egg McMuffins, what if there was a shooter? Yeah. Beth, you freaking out about not getting your McMuffin after 20 minutes or whatever it is is normal. You know why? Because you're just a purse. Hey. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> they should have called the cops on me. <laughs> yeah. No, they should <laughs> And No. But, yeah. Um, but this, like, that's her deal. melanin. That's the whole deal is you're supposed to be able to deal with uh, ridiculous heightened situations as a police officer. And this lady was like, not only can't I, but I want everyone to know. I want this to be on record. Yeah. So she recorded the video herself and then released it. (laughs) Yes. In her squad car. You can hear you can hear uh, the the radio going off like, hey, there's a fire. Uh, We need you to. Help get the people out of the building. And she's like, I'm making this video. And they're like, I just wanted to eat my breakfast. There's a cat in a tree and there's someone shooting at it to get it down. Can you get someone over there? Over. (laughs) I can't. Yeah. (laughs) God. And then they finally gave it to me and it didn't have cheese. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Is that our nephew? (laughs) Yeah. 
Man. But damn, son, get your get get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever I'll say, get your shit together, man. <laughs> sad news the actor that played bilbo baggins in the lord of the rings died he did af yep uh what was his name his name was sir ian holm man everybody from britland is uh freaking sir if you're a famous actor <laughs> then you get sir they're like <laughs> hey john does does anyone outside of your family know your name <gasps> and your knight they just call me sir <laughs> <laughs> yeah they already call me sir uh, Sir Ian Holm, known for roles in Lord of the Rings and Alien, has died at age 88. The veteran of stage and screen enjoyed a long and varied career. His agent confirmed to The Guardian that he died from causes related to Parkinson's disease. And I call him Chilbo Baggins, <laughs> am I right? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> he smokes that good Hobbit green, son. <laughs> that Shire, son. That toe jam. <laughs> Um, uh, yo, he smokes that deaf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, so, um, also Kurt Cobain's MTV guitar, guitar, I said that get funny, guitar. <laughs> I had a buddy whose dad used to call it a git fiddle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, that's my git fiddle. Was he a hillbilly? He wasn't, and that dude could wail, so he could call it whatever he wanted. Yes. Like, so good that I was like, fine, you can call it a git fiddle. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You can call it whatever you want when you can play that good, you freaking nerd. (laughs) But, like, the guitar that you used on that Unplugged Mm -hmm. set, it went up for auction, and it sold for $6 million. (sighs) It's when stuff like that happens that I want to, I I become Banksy, and I want to, like, buy, I wish I had billions of dollars so I could buy that. And just immediately smash say. it. <laughs> just, just Hendrix style, freaking smash that thing and light it on fire, and be like, "That's your God is dead now. <laughs> he is fully dead." No, I'm gonna need you to save that kind of rage for Confederate statues, <laughs> bruh. <laughs> I that, like I saw a tweet on Twitter, what um, that said. <laughs> Like it had a picture that someone like hung a Confederate statue from like a light post or whatever. <laughs> but then someone wrote, I bet he committed suicide or whatever because of oh, those guys. Those guys in California. Yeah. Cause they're, I don't even know if they're investigating now or if they're last, sticking with that suicide. The last I read was suicide, but I, you know, admittedly have not followed up on it. Maybe like right. I should have. I got to tell you, man, it has been a freaking tiring week of news, and I feel bad being like uh, mentally exhausted about it because it's like, it's funny because every time I felt myself getting more like, oh my God, I'm tired about hearing this. I really in my head was like, people have to think about this every day, and they have had to think about it their whole lives. And I'm like, oh, I've had a couple weeks thinking about it. I'm tired. Right. I want to talk about farts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because it would be easy to go back to the way it was and just... 
do what we always do, but why? Yeah, why? Like we've got, listen. I mean, clearly the uh, the protesting, the rioting, everything has been already making swift changes happen, and uh, it's yeah. Well, I still don't understand like why it seems such a threat for people to acknowledge that another culture exists and that they matter. Because Beth, it it is it's it's so simple, it's stupid. It's like uh and I'll I'll self-promote as I make this point. Hey. Right, uh when I stopped doing dragging the table for like 2 or 2 and a half months or whatever, uh after about a month of not doing it, I was like, I would say every other day, I'm like, all right, I'm going to record an episode and I'm going to put it out this week. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And then I was just like, whenever I would be like during the day when I'd be like, ah, I'm going to do it. And then I would get home and be like, ah, there's other stuff to do. Uh, and I would just make an excuse of like, I know it needs to be done because I want to do it. I like doing it, but can't. Right. Uh, and it gets it got to the point to where like I literally had to have Adam be like, I would love to be on your show. <laughs> do you still have a show? And I was <laughs> if you like, do, I'll be on it. <laughs> in fairness, he was asking about this show and I was oh. like <laughs> I was like, I listen, I, I I think I told him this and Adam, if you're listening, you you're gonna know now. Like he was the catalyst to get that that was the kick in the ass I needed to be like, all right. I have this opportunity. If I tell an outside source that I'm going to do something, there's something broken in my brain that can't, I just can't cancel. Yeah, you can't <laughs> so, let them down. So I was like, and he was gracious enough to do that on just me just being like, hey, instead, why not this? But it's the yeah. same principle. Like, but imagine that over hundreds of years, uh, we had a, a relationship with people uh, of a certain color that we had for so very long that our our like our collective thought or whatever, collective unconscious. I don't even know if I'm using that word right. Was just like this is the relationship we have. I just grew up, and that was our relationship. It may, might have gotten slightly better, but. There's a clear delineation between the this, you know, this group of people and this group of people, and uh, now that is being challenged in a way that everyone was like, "It'll never get to that. We'll get to your equal rights whenever it'll happen. Right. Just relax, chill out. We'll get there." Jeez. But I don't even think they're saying that. They're just like everyone's equal now. It's not segregated anymore. Everyone's equal. We all have the same opportunities. Everyone is equal. So I don't know why anyone's complaining. I don't want to do anything extra. You're talking about stuff that doesn't affect me, so I don't care. Yeah, and it's and it, you know it's easy to explain away, especially if you've never uh, gotten into any kind of real trouble before, to explain away any kind of injustice as. You know, should have just complied. Should have just did what the officer told him. Wouldn't have had the bad thing happen if he had just done the thing he was supposed to do. Yeah, like that's one of the most enraging things that people still think. Still think, even though we've seen <laughs> countless videos of police officers being bad. Like someone told me, oh, well, they can manipulate those videos. Yeah, sure they can, but... Are they manipulating every single video that we've seen? Is the person not dead? Is there, the streets not erupting in protest because this person really isn't dead? The cop didn't kneel on his neck for eight minutes? Uh, that wasn't manipulated. 
the cop was bad. Cops do things that are bad sometimes. Just because they're cops doesn't mean they're good. Well, and it's the same thing of like, you know, I think it was last week when I was uh, continuing to bag on Candace Owens or Owen. I already forgot how to say it. It's Owen or Owens. I don't know. I said it both ways last time, too. Um, but I think it's kind of the same thing that I came to the conclusion with with her, which is like the like her coming down so hard on George Floyd. P.S. This is me giving her the biggest benefit of the doubt you could ever give another human person, which is she is not only a woman, but she's a black woman. And to acknowledge fully that George Floyd, you know, for whatever his faults were before that day, uh, was senselessly murdered uh, is to admit that to herself, to admit that like that could have easily been her not maybe could have easily been her it could be any black person that had any background it didn't matter in that moment for that 10 minutes of that video it didn't matter what his background was it didn't matter what he did in the past that you found objectionable because in that moment which we are theoretically that's what we're judging people by is their the moment that we're in with them he was not doing anything that should have justified him being murdered and that is what that is the only explanation I have for someone like Candace Owen or Owens uh, to come on that side of it. If you're taking the whole like sensational politicizing of it out. Uh, well, I, I don't understand. Like if that's the case, if you're afraid that that could happen to you or whatever, why would you be going against the people that are trying to make sure that doesn't happen to you? Because it, Again, this is my, you know, huge defense, I guess, is it's all an admission of your own fragility in life. Like, it's admitting that, like, hey, we have all this concrete around us, but we're really just, like, at any moment, a lion could eat your face off. And it's the same thing. The way I'll relate it to police is, is, like, that is how, since I'm 37, 37 am I now? I'm in my late 30s. Uh, <laughs> you are 37. <laughs> I don't know. You could have said anything, and I would have believed it. Uh, but... You know, from the moment that I was born until now, like, I was raised to believe that, uh, you know, police had their best interest, your best interest at heart, uh, and that they were, you know, they were on your side, they're there for you. Uh, And that is clearly not the case. But, like, to admit that is to admit that basically you're, you're saying that, you know, the people that are supposed to be protecting you are not going to protect you. And you spent this whole time not learning how to protect yourself. Right, because you can call for help. (laughs) And the people you're supposed to call are actually the ones that you're just calling to hurt you. Right. Well, yeah, and I mean, like, I don't know, like when I was younger, we didn't grow up in a rich neighborhood. Um, Not the poorest, but not not a rich one. And like... Like, I think I learned pretty quickly that once the cops get involved, there's nothing but trouble to follow. Like, it was a pain in the ass before you called the cops, but now that you called them, there's no turning back. Yeah. Yeah. Like, someone's going to jail. It's going to be nonstop barrage of problems. Now you owe money. (laughs) Yeah. 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 They're basically like a bookie and a pimp all rolled into one. Yeah. (laughs) And that's who you've got in charge of you. Yeah. They take you to jail. Like uh, you, you don't go to jail for free. (laughs) Like it costs money to be in jail. Um, 
<laughs> so if you have any money, they're going to take your jail fees <laughs> out of what they arrested you with. Uh, if they don't just take your money, um, then you could get bailed out. Some people don't have enough to cover a bail, so they stay in jail. Uh, after you're out of jail, then you have court costs because you're not done. Yeah. No, and like I said, like my experience up to a point was people telling me, you know, family members telling me, like, you have to respect the police. They're out to, for your best interest, whatever. And then you eventually find out that that's not the case as a white guy. But, like, if you listen to, if you're not already listening to Simmons and more, go back and listen to the last couple because Bobby said something that has stuck with me. Uh, since I hear it every day in my head is, uh, you know, his experience was, uh, you know, the police are supposed to protect and serve and white people got protected and served and black people got policed. Right. That was his experience. Like, I, I don't know how you could sum up that experience better than that. And I don't know how you could argue with that. Yeah. Especially with what we're seeing on television. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, well, Anna, and again, with that uh, documentary, The 13th, it like explains to you how they're, uh, the media, well, politicians and then the media are painting black people as criminals. So that's another reason why if someone gets arrested, then people are like, oh, let's look at their background. They must be a criminal. There's no other reason why a police person would hassle them. And that's why, I don't know, again, we're just re rehashing Regurgitating. The, <laughs> the last couple episodes. But um, something, you know, this is all going to come to a head I mean, sooner than later, I think. Like, I, I, if, go ahead. Like, I feel like if nothing else changes, at least if they start with the way the police are held accountable then I think that would be a great start. And like what they're doing in Minnesota, I know some problems have erupted there over the weekend. I think there was a shooting or something. Yes. But they don't know who did it yet. Or at the time I read, they didn't. So Listen, <laughs> from what I know, it could be the police. <laughs> I just read an article from today in Tampa. Uh, somebody called in a shooting and uh, the cops showed up. And where the shooting was reported, like all the intersections were blocked off by people and the police or the they, the police ended up getting attacked. Oh, uh, that's terrifying. Like it's it is this. I'm telling you so that happened in Tampa, you say? Yeah. Oh, this cool. was like just, uh, you know, we're recording on Sunday and the, I read the article came out like a couple hours ago. But what I was saying, though, is the things that they're attempting to do like looking into like sending out me uh, mental health counselors instead of just sending the police to every call that comes in because the cops aren't trained that long and they're not equipped to handle every situation that's going to be thrown at them so maybe it is a good idea to diversify like who is sent no I, it is I, I think initially when we talked about that I was like that's ah, stupid but I mean you know clearly yeah. I'm bad at listening. I'm bad well, at understanding. Well, and it's hard to like try to change to something different because police system in this way has been what we've known our whole lives. Like well, if you're bad, you go to jail. And that's why I feel like I have an understanding of like people that are like, you know, uh, 
you know, we can't go against the police. Like, that's the only protection that we have. It's like, yeah, because that's what you were taught. Right. And that's what you think is the case, but it's not. And I was, I told at least one or two people this over the last week is like, the police have this wrong conclusion that they are here to parent us, the, the citizens. And they, the police need to understand that they are a guest in our house. <laughs> and if they continue to break the rules, they're not going to be allowed to live here anymore. Right. <laughs> and we will kick them out and we will close the door and lock it. <laughs> yeah. And if that's what you really want, hey, continue being douche nuts over in uh, New York. Uh, continue being this lady who has taken it upon herself to, you know, uh, plea to the citizens about, you know, could you just leave us alone? Remember that viral Britney Spears video? Can you leave us alone like you left Britney alone? Blah. Like, enough. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I don't know whose podcast I was listening to. Was it Elvis's podcast? A little less conversation, (laughs) a lot more action, please. (laughs) I think it was um, Jay Farrow. Oh, with Burt? With Burt Kreischer, yeah. And he was talking about, uh, um, like, they were saying how these videos are so, like, prevalent now. But, like, when Rodney King got beat up, like, it was a fluke that someone had a big video camera out. Yeah. Because that was 92. Was 90, it had to be yeah, 91, 92. Like people had video cameras, but it wasn't as easy as like getting your phone out. Hell no. They're like, hey man, do you have a carry-on suitcase? <laughs> well, good news. You have something almost big enough to carry a camera. <laughs> Did you bring your tripod? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's going to be pretty heavy. <laughs> and that's just the, uh, what is it? It's not commercial grade. What is the, what is it called when it's just for regular folks? I don't know. Anyway. Uh yeah, so that was that was sheer luck that that got caught, but that was it. That was the be- Rodney King was the beginning, and uh, George Floyd is the I don't know what you would call it because it's not the end, but yeah, it's the no. uh, what what's the what's the peak of a movie called? What is that called? The, the climax. The climax. George Floyd is the climax of this story that started with Rodney King. Like, yeah, I well, I guess yeah. When you're talking video. Well, I mean video uh, to reaction because that again, like you know, the the people not wanting to think about history, like what happened when those cops were exonerated uh, for beating up Rodney King? Was everybody like, "Oh, cool, justice has been served," or were there riots in L.A.? <laughs> like, and now that this is going on with George Floyd, that's why I will continue to remind everyone: don't. Be relieved that any of those police. There was just a video of one of those cops in uh, in the grocery store. Oh, buying Oreos. Buying Oreos because he made bail, which I found out that because they started grilling the dude, and his bail was seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Holy! And the lady was like, "Hey, how did you? Who put up your money? Like, how are you out right now?" And it's, I'm telling you, man, it is going to be so, 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 so bad. So bad. I am not, I I think I've said it to you, I don't know if I've said it on here, but we're not, I'm not going to work the day that uh, his, not sentence, what is it called? Whenever, whenever his, his, whenever the verdict comes out about like whether he, whether they are guilt, like, because I'm telling you, man, I don't know how immediate it's going to be, 
but it's going to be bananas if those dudes don't go under the jail. Bananas. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. By the way, I'm basing that on nothing. So, uh, you know, well, not nothing because I am basing it on what happened with Rodney King. But it, like, who knows? Who really knows? Like, maybe that maybe it won't be as bad as it seems like it's going to be. But I just I'm sorry for repeating myself on like four episodes in a row. But this is not going to just go away. It just will not. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, and at the risk of making this episode too long, Beth, do you have something else or can I uh, get us out of here with something crazy before we go to uh, the last thing I saw was that there's going to be, I think, just one more episode of 30 Rock. I vaguely heard something about that. Yeah. Do you want this? What? Uh, do, no. Yeah, I <laughs> love 30 Rock. I thought it was hilarious. I do, too. But do you want this? Is this going to be what we? Is I mean, this going to be what we want it to be, or is it just going to be one more? <laughs> well, it's going to be on NBC on July sixteenth. Yeah, I. The older I get, the more I want to side on let the dead be dead, let them sleep or whatever. Like the show is over. I loved the show while it was on. Don't. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I don't care. Uh, the only thing I have adjacent to that is Vince Gilligan said that he, uh, let the show here. He wanted the show to stop. I, I already realized that I forgot exactly what he said, but what show, uh, Vince Gilligan, I'm sorry. He did uh, breaking bad. Yes. And, uh, he, he said it ended after five episodes, uh, because, or he wanted episodes, DJ seasons, seasons. Because he said that the X Files went on too long, and he didn't want that to happen to Breaking Bad. <laughs> Did he? Was he part of the X Files? Yes, actually. Okay. The so one of the best episodes of X Files he directed, and it's the one with uh, Brian Cranston. Yes, and it's that one where it was basically the speed episode where he couldn't slow down. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, that? because like something in his body had to be going at a certain speed. Yep. And it was like, I remember, it seems like pretty much the whole episode was just in that car and with Brian Cranston just going Like berserk. sweating. Uh, and it was a great episode. And really, any any episode that he directed, uh, you would probably be like, wow, this episode was good. Who directed it? Probably Vince Gilligan. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. But so that's what, what's the weird thing you're going to send us out with? It's kind of long. So Before we do the trivia. If you want to just do trivia, we can, because what time is it? Uh, let's see here. Yeah, we should probably just just do trivia. I'll save this for next week. Okay. Save it for next week. So if you don't know, we do trivia at this here podcast. It's 90s trivia. It's uh, from Trivial Pursuit. I, one of your two hosts, like to think of it as a nice palate cleanser. Yeah, that's kind of fun. It's kind of fun. Beth is usually the winner, so it's not fun for me, the man, who should always win as We're a man. We're both winners. <laughs> Loser. But. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Whoever has the, how do we do it? The later year goes first? Because that's, yeah. Did you say the oldest? The oldest will go first. There you go. What, what do you have? What year? 99. <laughs> I have 97. All right. <laughs> so does that mean I have to read first or you do? I think that means I do. Okay. 
But I also make up the rules as I go. So Every time it's different. <laughs> yeah, it'll definitely be different next time. Beth, what 1994 Olympic gold medalist was ordered into alcohol rehab after driving her Mercedes off a Connecticut highway at 100 miles per hour? It's Connecticut, but I just like I to say Connecticut. Connecticut. Beth, if you can... Okay, so do what? you want me to read it again or do you want uh, Well, can hints? you give me a sport? Let's see. What? Olympic gold medalist? No, but uh, if I'm going by purely... Uh, or event? Like, what do they do? If I'm going by, like, uh, racial stereotypes, this name makes me think that this person is either a figure skater or a gymnast. Gymnasticist. Is it a Russian name? It doesn't look like a Russian name. Like, what does it look like? <laughs> what, other, what other races famously are good at ice skating or... Uh, or gymnast like the two bars. What are they called? The para- the unparallel bars, the high low bars. I don't know. Well, is it a man or a woman? It's great a question, woman. Beth. I'm glad you asked it. I have no idea from this name. None. Well, what does the name start with? Like, don't oh. give up. So, is it Oksana Bayul? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna guess that, but I think she's Russian. <laughs> Is wait, we have to Google that right now. <laughs> I saw that. I had no idea That's how to say hilarious. that name at all. And I was like, Okasana Buil. <laughs> your face though, whenever I said Oksana, you're like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you're so cute. Ukrainian she is. So Is that eh? not Russia? It's all Russia to me. I don't know. Oh, Ukraine Soviet Socialist Republic. Whatever the hell that means. Okay. So, yeah. Turns out I was the racist the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What MTV VJ learned his relationship with Jennifer Love Hewitt was over by listening to the Howard Stern Show. Carson Daly. That is correct. <laughs> By the way, in case anyone was wondering, the two races that I thought would be figure skaters or gymnasts oh, yeah. are Russians and Asians. I almost guessed Asian, <laughs> but you thought Oksana was Asian? Well, I, when I read it as Oksana. Oh, okay, like Okinawa. <laughs> <was> like, Oksana. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Beth, what computer mogul earned $12 per second for each second of 1997. Is it Bill Gates? It's William Gates, okay. indeed. <laughs> all right, And all he right, made that right. for 525,600 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> How do you measure? The money in his wallet. You measure it with yardsticks. You measure it gold. <laughs> gold bars. <laughs> <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> And that was your rent refrain for the episode. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> what name Japanese for partner did so- Sony <laughs> uh-huh. select for its first robotic pet? Oh, Robotnik. You, we had this question before. It's like, like Robo Dog or something. No. Is it's, it Osimo? No. It's kind of close to that, but way shorter. Schmo. <laughs> like I had to guess this name before, but I didn't I couldn't. Dog doggo. Dog no. Dogbot. Barkbot. I don't know how to give you a clue either. Rough 
Ruffin. Uh, um, kibbles okay. and bits, but it's spelled no, like... it's just four letters. Dogs, but with a Z. And it sounds <laughs> like... I... Yep. Z- I dog... Ibo. That's it. Ah, <laughs> throw them bows. I, at least that's how I think it's spelled or said. A I B O. <laughs> A I B O. Beth, what and Ibo was his name? Oh, what Steven Spielberg film did U.S. Congressman Tom Coburn blast NBC for airing over the full frontal nudity, violence, and profanity? Full frontal nudity. This is in 1997, and it is a Spielberg flick. It's the only... You might not think of it as one... You d- As soon as you know what it is, you'll be like, of course there was full frontal nudity in it. There had to be. I'll give you a hint. I never saw the movie, but I hear it's real sad. Titanic? Nope. <laughs> that is not Steven Spielberg. I know, but... <laughs> that is Jimmy Cam's. <laughs> Who? James Cameron. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, what other movies have you not seen? Very, very sad, sad movie. Old Yeller. It's about, yeah, <laughs> the Steven Spielberg the saddest joint. movie there ever was. <laughs> um, very sad. Wait, side question. Do you remember the first movie you cried at? Because mine's embarrassing, maybe. Mm, no, not really. What was yours? You don't remember the first movie that made like, you sad enough to squeeze a tear out? Maybe My Girl. Oh, really? Maybe. You're like, Thomas J. He <laughs> <laughs> was trying to help her find the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was The Green Mile. Whenever they were walking him down the mile, they were like, good man no. walking, walking Time to the get mile. right with Jesus. Boy, I freaking, I was caught off guard and lost it on that part. I was like, oh God. And like my, everyone was out in the living room watching because I was a kid. And I was like trying to like bury my face in a pillow as I'm like, this guy can't die. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> John Coffee, no. I uh, don't know. <laughs> like I will tear up during weird times. <laughs> like that one time we all went to see King Kong. Oh the one my with God. Jack Black and yes. I was freaking bawling my eyes out. Because <laughs> And we didn't know and we're like laughing and you're like, Stop laughing at me <laughs> And we're like, what? <laughs> well he trusted her yeah. and caught him. It was so sad. But like, especially like anytime an animal trusts a person and then it backfires on them, I'm <laughs> heartbroken. <laughs> uh, all right, Beth. So what Steven Spielberg sad joint? Uh, it, it is sad. about it is a historical Schindler's List. Schindler's List is exactly correct. All right. I was going to say, I don't know if it's historically accurate, but it is a historical ish movie. Didn't know there was full frontal nudity in that. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who dreamed of becoming a funeral director as a girl before movies like Girl Interrupted interrupted her plans? Brittany Murphy. Brittany Murphy. No. Someone creepier. That <laughs> Angelina Jolie. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think her, Brittany like, because she's so skinny, her arms are like spindly like a spider. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I could see her being a spider. I don't remember her being a good or bad actor. I just remember being like, I don't know. I, I yeah, everyone went gaga for her for a while. I don't get it. Um, I thought what? She was pretty. 
Beth, what clothing brand did Fat Farm spin off from? <sighs> Beth, what clothing brand brand did Fat Farm spin off for urban women? See, they're trying to say black women, but <laughs> urban, urban women. You Is know it? this. You 100% know this. Oh, do I? Yeah. Because I'm a black woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, but you couldn't not know this brand. Like from '97, Farm. and it spun off of Fat Farm. I'm drawing a blank here. When you're a kid, people say you still got your. They pinch your cheek and they say you still got this. Oh, baby fat. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yep. Spelled pretty hot and tempting. Am I right? Hey, baby fat. <laughs> Chris D'Elia's favorite brand. Go ahead. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. Um, what island nation sold its residents genetic codes to a biotechnology company? Uh, the movie The Island starring Ewan McGregor and Scarlett Johansson? <laughs> no, it's a country. I have no but idea. You almost, like, it sounds kind of like what you said. Hawaii. Country. That's Australia. No. The it's not an, it's not an island. It's almost the same word. Ireland. No. <laughs> Iceland. Cl- that's it. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at guessing. Beth, yeah. what US based religion did the German government contend was a money making outfit sparking charges of religious discrimination? Baptism. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking Southern Baptism, but close. Uh, I'll give you a hint. It's not far from us. The headquarters. Oh, Scientology? Yep. <laughs> we got all the good stuff in Florida. We got all the good meth. I mean, religions. <laughs> <sighs> give it. All right, I was trying to find the question. Chill out. What are you gonna cry about it? What are you gonna? He was asking me for too many questions. Why? <laughs> no. <laughs> what virus was first detected in the U.S.? <laughs> AIDS, coronavirus. Shut COVID-19. up. Let me answer. Let me answer the question. Let me ask it. <laughs> what virus was first detected in the U.S. after a? Cormorant, two flamingos, and a pheasant turned up dead at the Bronx Zoo. First of all, I would like to say, wah. Secondly, yeah. bird flu. <laughs> no. I have no clue. Just think of the flus. Swine flu. No. Bird flu. Avian flu. The... Place, uh, ones that are named after... Spanish flu. Places. German flu. Africa flu. No. USA flu. No. The who are you? It's flu. a big river. Nile flu. Close. Nile. Den- oh, West Nile disease. <laughs> yes. Or whatever. Is that it? Disease? Or West Nile virus? Virus. That's what it is. Got them good skeeters here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. We got them too, folks. Yeah, but a dip. All right. This is my last question for you. What league made Tina Thompson its first ever draft pick? The NFL. No. <laughs> uh, Give you a hint, Beth. What? It was a organization that Juana Man was a part of. 
Oh, the WNBA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> what world champion was the first figure skater to star in her own video game? Oksana Bayou. That is incorrect, but adjacent. Uh, K- K- Nikov is probably the last no. part. Like, what is the other race of people you were thinking of when you saw the card? Asian. All right, now which ones were famous ice skaters? I have no idea. Or figure skaters? Bruce Lee. Come on, son. I really don't know. You know one. Say they have a regular the, American say the initials. Name. I can't. Anne of Green Gables. <laughs> okay, MK. Is it Michelle Kwong? It is. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? How dare I what? <laughs> How dare you all of it? Win again? How yeah. dare I? How dare you indeed. Beth, do you have any recommendations? That's what we really do at the real end. We give recommendations for podcasts, maybe for a fun YouTube channel. Some kind of a... Do you have some great... I don't know. Pedophiles to recommend. Do you have some <laughs> pedophile comedian podcasters you'd like to recommend? Eh, so sad. Sad. I mean, listen, I'm going to make fun of him. Yeah, uh, for sure. Until it comes out that he did or didn't do it, and then I'm going to have my opinion about that. If he did do it, I mean, clearly it's going to be can't believe, A, can't believe spent so much money on you, and two. <laughs> yeah, isn't that crazy <laughs> that if you like someone, you're like, I'll buy all the merch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you touched a thing that uh, signed this piece of paper that's got your face on it? I'll pay more for it. Hooray. Yeah. Uh yeah, literally have a signed poster of Chris D'Elia in like it's the fir- one of the first things you see when you walk in our house. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're that excited about it. Uh huh. So yeah, it'll be that's you'll know. I'll just take a picture of the blank spot where that picture used to be. If it turns out it was true, I'll just take a picture of it, and that's how you'll know we know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't have anything like right on off the top of the dome. Do you? You know, Beth, if I was a better host, when I thought of things during the week, I would write them down because I'm always like, this is the show I should have said. I should have mentioned this show. And I always forget. Well, there's a lot going on. There is a lot going on. Uh, actually, the first thing I would like you to recommend everyone to do, which I actually meant to do sooner, is um, if you have not already... You should go to the Black Lives Matter website and read what they are all about. Uh, because, you know, whether you agree with everything they have to say or not, you should know what's there. And, you know, people are trying to, uh, or maybe there is a delineation between the movement and the phrase Black Lives Matter. But I think that once you say that, the two are going to be interwoven uh, in a way that you just can't, you, you won't be able to separate them. So you should do your due diligence, uh, which I you know had to do as well, and see what you may or may not agree with and, and at least have the information there so that if someone challenges you on it, you can go, oh, okay, and you're not surprised by it. Yeah, like you can uh, know what you're talking about. Yeah, and I mean, it, it's good to know anyway that uh, <laughs> the thing that you're saying, you know, people are going to attach it to that, so you might as well know what you are co-signing on. Yeah, uh, that's true. 
And like you mentioned earlier, the Simmons and Moore podcast. There you go. Simmons and Moore podcast. Beth, you're good at recommending. I don't care what you say. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I left their show anyway. Um, but like recently, it's been like kind of heavy like ours, but they're funny. like because like they're talking about the things that are going on right now but like in general like it's just two friends like basically joking around and then sometimes they have guests or like just people that they know hanging around (laughs) so if you want the untrained eye but funny simmons and Moore. (laughs) yeah and it's adam simmons and bobby moore and it's a great show i highly recommend it because i listen to it Every time there's a new episode. Because of course you do. Uh, Good. Oh, uh, you got two for us? Come on. Well, and then I was just going to say that we are slated to be appearing on the Delvin Cox experience. Um, Well, we'll be recording. Who knows when that episode will come out, though? Yeah. (laughs) No, I know that, but just saying. (laughs) Yeah. So, oh, yeah. So, yeah, if you haven't been uh, listening to the Delvin Cox experience, do that. Uh, I just had him on Dragging the Table last week. Uh, and just a little hint for you uh, double dippers, there might be nobody on this week because too much has been going on. Haven't really wanted to try and like schedule a person and be like, ah, because, you know, because I am that guy, I can't cancel. Like, I am, I would rather tear my own eyes out than cancel, and I feel like my next week and this week has just been too hectic. Anyway, uh, but my... My recommendation will be the Shit Happens When You Party Naked <laughs> podcast. Uh, oh, word. Oh, word. Yeah, you should just listen to that show. If you don't listen, if you don't already listen, first of all, you're weird. But second of all, <laughs> uh, Team Almy, come on, son. Like, do you ever like someone so much that you don't, you have to, you're trying to sell them and you can't? You're just like, what? Why, just listen, and you'll like it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how else to tell it to you. I listen to the show. Like, I can't think of but one time that I've ever recommended anything on this show that I don't uh, listen to, I don't have in rotation. And I'm telling you, if you put any stock into anything that I or Beth ever say, just trust me. Come on, man. It'll never turn around on you. <laughs> yeah, never even one time. Pay no attention to congratulations, the podcast, uh, now defunct. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> congratulations. Yeah. You're in the octagon. <laughs> yeah, but that is a really great podcast. It's a great podcast. It's got the best theme song in the history of theme songs. Yeah, I uh, love that song. <laughs> I think uh, this is this is my personal. I'm just saying, if you're a real friend of Jason, uh, I think that on his birthday, in solidarity, if you are a podcaster, you should play that as your theme song on your podcast. I'm just saying, if you're a good person, you'll are probably you do, that. do that. I mean, if he sends the file and he tells me when his birthday <laughs> is, <laughs> no, but. Uh. <laughs> It is a fun song. (laughs) And we do sing it all the time because it's hilarious. Uh, But I mean, it's a good show. Like he has some good conversations with. um, He just had a sociologist on talking about everything that's been going on uh, recently in these here. (sighs) 
times. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a good one. Like, he's really smart. The man can carry a conversation. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's the opposite of me. I'm that I, it wasn't a judgment <laughs> I against know. you, there was no comparison. Who's it, Dr. Catherine Moran or Morin? Can't be Morin. Why not? I don't know. Uh, anyway, either way. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. And Jason, if you're listening right now, which you might be, so this is kind of cool, I just want you to know, don't listen to anyone. If anything, you should play your theme song twice at the beginning. As soon as it's over, just play it again. Also, please tell me who sings your last song, the song you always go out with, because I've tried to Shazam it, and I can't, and you don't put the name of it in your show notes. So come on, man. <laughs> who sings it? That's what is hilarious. the song? Is it real? Was it made by someone as well? Yeah. Is it also universally hated? If it is, then that just shows how little taste anyone has. (laughs) Yeah. And it's fun, too, when his wife's on with him. So go (sighs) Team Maui. Team Maui, we love you. All right. So that's it. Uh, As always, you should uh, go check out uh, all the stuff we support, small business-wise, official. Oh, yeah. We got some swag in the mail. Yeah. Well, (laughs) we bought some swag that showed up. Yeah. Got some... Ain't nobody to pass me. I dress officially. So fresh and so... <laughs> wait. Officially. <laughs> God dang it. <laughs> you screwed it up. <laughs> Take it again. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So yeah. Check out Official. Uh, the links to all of this will be in the show notes. Check out Official Clothing. Check out Sleep Terror Clothing. Check out the Brick Body Kids on Instagram. Come on, son. They have actually, I have a link to their eBay Brick Body Kids as well. Check them out on eBay. Come on, son. Buy some vintage cool stuff. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Do it. Uh, also, I just, uh, if you were a backer <laughs> of Cullah's new album, uh, Cultivation, the vinyl just showed up uh, for our tier of backing or whatever. Yeah. Uh, little, producers, yeah, producer, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we're podcasters, producers. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, go check out color.com, c u l l a h dot com. Uh, is the he puts out all his music for free. It's the music that you hear on this show. If you're like, I've never heard of that that song before. Where do it come from? Well, now you know. Also, Jason, you can look in our show notes, and there's uh, it tells you <laughs> right there what it is. <laughs> Because sometimes people look at the notes. There's only like one of you and Adam that look, but uh, don't sc- whatever you do, don't scroll all the way down to the bottom. Listen, thank you all for listening. We appreciate your faces. I think I stole that from uh, Philly D, but we do appreciate your faces. All right. Thank you for listening. We will see you next time. Wait, nope. We will see you next Tuesday. See ya. <laughs>